welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have been so excited to sit down with you, do a solo episode on my new obsession, which is the subconscious mind, reprogramming the mind, looking at limiting beliefs. And yeah, I wanted to sit down and share the importance of this for whatever you're dealing with, whether it's a health issue or procrastination at work or relationship stuff, money stuff, you can honestly use these tools for everything because your subconscious mind actually runs 95% of your thoughts. Only 5% is the conscious brain. So the, the thoughts that you can hear and you pay attention to, that's only 5% of the story. And it's actually your subconscious that drives your behaviors, your actions, and that ultimately becomes your life. So super important, especially for chronic health issues, the power of the mind is is fascinating. I, I don't even think we are like, we're just at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to understanding the brain. And from what we know, it's obviously mind blowing, but there's still so much more to discover. So I'm excited for more of that science to come out over the years. But speaking of power of the mind and mind over matter, at the weekends we're recording this at the end of September, um, a few weeks ago, and I did a skinny dip with about a thousand people in the northeast of England at sunrise. So this was about 7am and woke up at five and yeah but I never thought I'd do this and it was wasn't something that was ever on my bucket list but it was something that my boyfriend like really wanted to do and it's I didn't know it was this regular thing in the northeast near to Newcastle and then he was like do you want to come along? I was like sure go ahead not really thinking it through but then I was when I was getting in the car at like 6am to, to get to the beach. I was like, what am I doing? And I really wanted to turn back. I wanted it to sleep because I didn't really sleep well that night. But actually doing it was so invigorating and exciting. And I just felt part of this like community and everyone was having such a good time. And it was very cold, but my mind allowed me to enjoy the process and just know that it's a short-term pain for long-term happiness and the rest of the day I felt on top of the world I felt so good we did have a little bit of a mishap so the the thing that you would want to happen the least happened after that skinny dip so we came out of the sea and we were gonna because people were taking photos um we were gonna take a little cute picture of us from the back just with our arms in the air like everyone was doing and we were like planning on doing that we got to where we thought our stuff was going to be because the sea had swept us all the way to the left of the beach. We had to do a bit of a walk back 
and we couldn't find our stuff because we realized that the flag that we were using as a reference point had been taken down. It was the only flag that had gone and ours was like a little, it was a, a pirate flag, I think. So we were looking for this black and white pirate flag. Every other flag was still there and ours had gone missing. We didn't realize at the time that they actually had these little signposts with numbers just so you know exactly which row you were on but we didn't look at that we just looked at the flag mistakenly and yeah couldn't find our stuff for about 10 minutes which felt like an hour and we were just walking around and it was funny but I was also like I just gave up I was like this is my life now I'm just a, a naked sea person I'll just live at the beach like I'm not gonna go back home and I we ended up being rescued by this group of women. They saw us and I think they felt sorry for us. They're like our mums and they gave us blankets and people were trying to find our stuff for us. And we eventually found it. And by that point, we were absolutely freezing cold. So there was no way that we were going to do a picture. So we we got um, a picture that was taken, I think, by the news. I put that on my email newsletter last month. Um, and it was just an overall great day and we couldn't stop laughing afterwards after we'd warmed up and realized what how ridiculous that whole situation was and I I was actually thinking beforehand I was like I hope we don't lose I actually thought we'd lose our car because the car part was a bit um like unmanaged but then it was actually our clothes that we lost and people thought it was very funny which it was but next time I will make sure I know where my stuff is so I can warm up straight away but that was a, a classic thing for me of like pushing myself a little bit didn't really want to do it I wasn't like self-conscious or anything that wasn't the reason that I didn't want to do it I was literally just tired and I didn't want to drive to a beach in the middle of nowhere at 6am but actually doing it I realized how great I felt and it just has expanded my comfort zone now that's a recent example from me but towards the end of this episode I'm also going to be sharing an exciting new offer that I have for you it's a group program combining the physical and energetic slash emotional components of healing I'm going to give you a bit of the science and education to begin with in the episode. And then I want to share something that you can actually use to get you there. So there'll be more on that shortly. So keep listening. The reason that I'm recording this episode is to just really emphasize the importance of this work. I've been in the health, health fields for, in general, with my own healing journey over 10 years, but professionally and as a career for about is it seven years now. Yeah, about seven, eight years, which is insane to think back. And I knew the importance of mindset somewhat, but it was never something that was emphasized massively at my college and my studies from what other people were saying. And I just find it difficult sometimes. I was like, I'm, I want to think happy thoughts and I don't want to think these negative thoughts, but I just can't help it. So that was my, my body was physiologically imbalanced and you need certain nutrients and you need a lot of energy to make happy brain chemicals. So I, I physically couldn't make those happy brain chemicals and your brain is automatically wired to the negative as a protective mechanism. We don't typically remember the good things as much. We typically remember the bad things because if we're walking in the forest, we might have seen a cute, pretty butterfly, but it was that snake that we saw that we want to remember because we want to remember where it was, what it looked like in case it was poisonous and it killed us next time we went there. So that just shows how the brain filters out information as a protective mechanism. And it's just trying to conserve energy. And that's why it does the same things over and over again. It builds these autopilot habits just to keep 
our brain using as little energy as possible because we're still we still have that primitive caveman physiology really that's not really changed too much so the body is really wise and will do the least amount possible when it has the chance and I was working with clients for a long time and I was the type of practitioner to begin with who someone would tell me they're struggling with something I was like right great I can definitely help you with that here's the diet to follow here are the supplements off you go let's chat again in six weeks and then the person would come back and tell me that they'd not done it and I'd be like, why? Like, why is this person? I, I literally couldn't understand because whenever someone told me to do something for, for my health, I would do it and I'd ask for more. But like, what else can I do? But now I understand there's many different personality types. People have been through different things. Some people have way more trauma and limiting beliefs than I do. I definitely have have some and I've had to work on a lot. But my biggest stressor in life was the health stuff. I I had a pretty good childhood I haven't been abused or neglected or anything like that. I haven't had any sexual abuse in my life. So I feel very lucky and fortunate in that. But I would say what I went through with my health was the biggest stress. So that just shows when someone told me what to do, if I work with practitioners in the past and they tell me to eat this way or do this, do that, I would do it. I would follow it to the T. Whereas when I would tell that to someone else, I'd try and just give the same type of coaching as I received that's that didn't land for a lot of people and I just couldn't understand why I was literally giving someone the roadmap and the answers and they were sometimes choosing not to do it self-sabotaging or doing it for two weeks and then quote falling off the bandwagon and then the more that I started to look into trauma and limiting beliefs and different personality types attachment styles all of these things I realized that I was just being a bit too blunt and that that works for some people. I, I still have that side of me where some people do need a bit of a kick up the bum sometimes and just a reminder that your health is in your hands. I'm not here to fix you. You're going to do the work. And yes, I'm here to support you. But then there's other people who really need that mothering, that coaching um, and eventually get to the point where they do feel that personal power. But sometimes it can be difficult based on what they've been through. So I've become a lot more nurturing and less like Nike just do it and then I realized that I just wasn't equipped with the tools to help people with that I would feel uncomfortable sometimes when clients would cry in a session because I'm not just a nutritional therapist like when you're working with someone for the health it becomes so deep they talk about the relationships and the emotions and the stress that they went through at work and emotions can come up but because my training didn't involve any supportive tools or anything to to use in that situation, I just felt a little bit uncomfortable and I felt like it was affecting my energy and it was it was becoming quite draining. Um, I would have a, a day of client calls and even though I've just been sat at my desk all day and maybe had like four or five sessions, I would be physically exhausted because I am a bit more sensitive to people's emotions and that makes me a good therapist in a lot of ways and it helps me empathize with people and going through this myself also does that but I also needed to have a bit of a separation and create this energetic shield around me before some client sessions if I knew this person was highly emotional I just have to protect my own health and I just felt unequipped to help people going through major life changes transitions and all sorts of things motherhood I just felt like I didn't have any life experience I was in my early 20s when I first started 
And I was working with clients in their 40s and they're caring for the elderly parents. They've got three kids, they have a mortgage and I just could not relate. So that put me off a long time going down the the emotional route. I, and I started to learn about the, the importance of somatic healing and releasing emotions. But I just didn't want to work with that because I thought it would be too difficult. I just thought that I couldn't relate to people in that way. And I'd not had enough stress in my life to to give advice which is stupid now because I know with those things my job isn't to actually give you advice I'm not going to tell you to break up with your boyfriend or to quit your job my job is to ask certain questions so that you get the answers yourself or if you're constantly struggling with self-sabotage in your diet or your exercise regime I want to get to the root of the, why are you self-sabotaging? So I don't need to give you necessarily advice. And yes, I will support you if you're feeling highly emotional about that. But my job is to actually address the root now of that limiting belief and help you shift that. And it is totally possible. So that's why I, in 2023, so this year, I wanted to look deeper. And I was looking for a long time for courses or programs or further studies that can help me with that and just none of them were 100% fitting I'd see things that would on breath work or purely somatics or like energy medicine and I didn't really resonate with that and then I heard about three people in one week talk about this program called Yes Supply so I had a look online never heard of it before never heard of the founder Reese. and once I looked into it I was like this is it this is perfect because it was talking about the mindset and subconscious rewiring and all of that but also manifestation and law of attraction and um, NLP things that I absolutely love and have been obsessed with even before my health issues I was always into like personal development um but even more so recently so I did the the yes supply method I think it was like a five or six month um, certification in total absolutely love my time if you are a coach or you want to become a coach you want to do some of this stuff and look deeper into yes supply i'll put my link in the show notes um my referral link and you can absolutely ask any questions that you have about the the certification if you're interested i would love to give you my honest advice and as an overall i loved it and i would highly recommend if you're interested and now i feel like i am way more equipped to help people on the emotional level and I've already been implementing these techniques that I've learned and done some sessions with clients who I've been working with for a while, some of them, and they had improvements because it's a two-way street. We have to work on the physical and the energetic emotional for full healing. So these clients I've been working with for maybe a couple of years, we'd done all the physical stuff. They were feeling maybe 70, 80% better. And then I've done a session with them on emotional freedom technique, tapping, We've done some time techniques where we've allowed them to go back in their subconscious and release the roots of their anger or embarrassment. We have done hypnosis and I've created a track for them to listen to every day to rewire their mind. And now they have like turned a corner and they're doing so well. For them, that was the the missing puzzle piece that they hadn't identified as a healthy person. They were still identifying as a sick person, an acne sufferer, an endo warrior, a chronic fatigue um, sufferer, victim mentality. It's it's honestly so common. And we want to get to the root of that because if not, 
this is why things can get so difficult. Things can be stuck or sometimes we get short-term relief, but long-term it just comes back and we end up in these these phases where we're, we're feeling good and then we crash and then we keep having flare-ups. We keep having relapses with our symptoms and that's not normal. I feel like a healthy body should be stable and be able to be resilient. And when we go through times of stress, it doesn't completely knock us down and derail all our efforts and set us back to square one. That's the ultimate goal. So I learned things like life coaching, asking specific questions. I learned NLP. So using things like using the language of the mind, which is in analogies and pictures and more less words. It's more, more pictures and visuals. Um, we did things like time techniques, like I said, going back into your into your past, into your memory, sometimes into your past life, it can happen. So some people come into this world already struggling with anxiety or this generational trauma has been passed on and they just always have been an anxious person and they actually don't understand why that is. And we've done all the gut healing that could have an impact on their brain and they're just not feeling 100%. So sometimes they're carrying this generational trauma, this baggage, and that's been proved now in the science that it can be passed down generation to generation. Sometimes it's actually the the behaviours that are passed down. So with obesity, um, it's not necessarily a genetic condition. It's more of your eating styles being passed down. Maybe your thyroid issues have been passed down from your mum. But with things like generational trauma, um, it's been shown now it can affect the genetic code and it can manifest in your body. I mean your your body was in your grandmother's body at one point because you were in your mother's ovaries as an egg and as your mother was growing in the womb which is mind-boggling but it even goes past that one of my favorite ways to support detox are castor oil packs they are an old school naturopathic remedy which can gently help to open up detox pathways and process toxins like mold and environmental pollutants that many of us are exposed to Signs of sluggish detox pathways or a high toxic load include headaches, bad breath, puffiness, histamine reactions, skin breakouts, and more. You could always try and make your own castor oil pack like I tried to for some years, but more recently, other amazing practitioners have created really convenient kits that just make the process way easier. They come with a tie-around pack that you can put over your liver, which is under the right rib, also support more premenstrual issues like pelvic pain. You can tie the pack around your lower abdomen instead so they're pretty versatile. My top recommendations are the Casta Vida pack on Amrita Nutrition if you're in the UK or Europe. Whereas if you're in the US, there's the Queen of Thrones pack by Dr. Marisol. Both of these are linked in my Instagram bio and in this podcast show notes. If you want to learn more about the benefits and the science, I actually interviewed Dr. Marisol. So you can check that out on episode 133 of the Hormones in Harmony podcast. And I really hope you love them as much as I do. But let's get back into the episode. And I really learned that your brain is plastic. There's this thing called neuroplasticity. We used to think that our brain was just set in stone. And if we've had a brain injury or if we've had trauma we're basically just going to be stuck that way or someone with anxiety they're just wired that way they're always going to be prone to it and it's just something that they have to manage 
which is absolutely false. You can get rid of things like anxiety and depression for good. And we want to start seeing them as symptoms of deeper problems, but not the problem itself. What happens to us under the age of seven in particular really affects our subconscious mind. So the experiences that we have, the messages that we receive from our parents, from our schooling, our brain is soaking it up like a sponge. This is why it's extremely important if you are a parent now or if you're, you're going to be a parent in the future. Be really mindful of what you're saying around your children. We can't be perfect, but if we're actually aware that it's important and Kids, kids aren't stupid. They pick up on our energy. They know what's happening and they're very wise and it's affecting the subconscious mind. So your, your conversations around money, your conversation of what it is to be masculine or feminine, that can affect us into our adulthood. And we can actually go back and rewire that. But why don't we just start by not doing that in the first place if we can help it? So things like money, if you were constantly fighting about money with your partner or your parents were doing that, or if they were always really tense around money, you might think it's a bad thing. You might think that money causes arguments or money breaks up families. If maybe your family came into money and they lost it straight away, you could think that money doesn't stay around. It's something that we need to hoard or something that we need to get rid of straight away, just in case people ask for money or uh, rely more on us for some things. So it affects our money beliefs. And like I said, with your perception of the feminine and the female body, a lot of women now are more in their masculine energy because that's what was drilled into our mothers a lot of the time and grandmothers. So if you, what, what you see from your mother is basically your perception of the feminine. So if your mum was always very emotional, she'd always like bottle up her emotions. She was a people pleaser. She'd put everyone else's needs first. You might feel like the feminine is weak and not desirable. Like, I don't want to be like that. I want to be more like my dad who goes to work, doesn't really have to deal with the emotional stuff. Like is helpful, but isn't neglecting his health in the, the meantime. So you might want to be more like your dad than more of the masculine. Or your perception of the masculine is how you perceived your dad to be. And if he wasn't in the picture at all, you might think men are unavailable or you're not able to be loved by men. Or if your dad was very abusive to your mum, you might think men are like that. And we often get drawn to that with the partners that we choose in adulthood. We can, we can also swing the other way. So some people become exactly like their mum exactly like their dad or complete opposites to that were the like with the mum example instead of being a people pleaser and, and following in her shoes you might go the complete opposite way where you're so selfish and you don't care about anyone and maybe you don't want to have kids because you don't want to pass that down um, to your children as well so there's so many layers and so much depth into this um and then the the word subconscious itself it means that it's below consciousness so if you're thinking now I, I don't really know what my subconscious beliefs are that's totally normal it's because it's it's our shadow we, we can't see our own shadows and we can use certain techniques to actually bring them up so you don't even need to know what the initial root was if, if you do that's helpful so if you remember the very first time that you felt shame or you felt not enough we can definitely go back into that moment and and release that feeling 
and that can have a knock-on effect on all of the future events that you felt after that but sometimes you you don't actually need to go back into that that experience because that can be off-putting to a lot of people if they've had some significant trauma they don't necessarily want to relive that they don't want to go back and that's why they completely just they just put off doing the the trauma work but just know that it can be done even without revisiting that experience so our subconscious drives our automatic behaviors and this just shows with things like brushing our teeth it's automatic we don't have to think about it it just becomes second nature hopefully and as much as we don't want to do it some nights we're exhausted we just want to get in bed after a night out we still do it or we still do it the majority of the time um, and things like driving, driving becomes automatic because you've just done it over and over and over again. And I'm sure you've had the experience of being in the car and you don't even, you're not even thinking like where you're going. You're just doing auto- automatically or you're meant to be going one place, but you're automatically driving somewhere else because your subconscious autopilot is in charge in that moment. So this repetition can create both good and bad habits. So if you have constantly turned down social invitations, um, not raised your hand in class, you have always been the shy one at school or told that you're the shy one, that's just going to become a a thought, a a limiting belief, a identity. And it can all be also on the good side. If you, since you joined the, the gym when you were 16, you've just been to the gym every other day and this has just become a habit, that can actually become your identity. The more that you do it, it just becomes second nature. You roll out of bed, put on your gym stuff, and you're out the door. And it's not this battle every morning. Shall I go? Shall I not? Shall I go later? You just do it. So this is the part that we want to get to with healing. We we don't want to identify any longer with being sick. Or we don't want to have the belief that being feminine and having a menstrual cycle is a negative we want to first identify what the problem is then we want to shift away from that so the beliefs are just thoughts that we've thought or been told over and over again can be positive or negative and then what our brain does is it finds evidence that that belief is true to back up the belief even further so it's like tony robbins talks about it a lot this this three-legged stool and our belief like if we keep finding examples of of that belief being true so if someone believes that they're a shy person then if they go to an event and nobody talks to them they're like that's because i'm a shy person and then they start adding legs to that stool and they start like setting it in stone and that is how our identity is formed and tony robin also tony robbins also says that the strongest force in the universe is a human being living consistently with his identity. And I love that quote, and I talk about it quite a lot. So this basically means that the strongest like goal of the body, one of the strongest goals of the mind, is to stay true to the identity that you've given yourself, just to, to confirm and back up that that belief is true. So if you have an identity that you have chronic illness, you have an identity that you have bowel disease, or you're a migraine sufferer, or you have endometriosis, or you're a PCOS warrior, whatever, your brain is going to keep giving you examples of that and giving you proof and reasons why you're true. Because the brain loves to be correct and right. This is why we need to work on this subconscious mind 
identity piece and beliefs for healing. So if you believe that it's bad to have horrible periods every month and you believe that it's normal, you're going to experience that. If you believe that you're stuck with chronic, chronic illness and that you'll never heal, you probably won't. If you identify as an anxious or overweight person, you're probably going to stay that way. This is what needs to change. And this is why people struggle with the motivation, the willpower, and they just don't see the results when they're purely trying to change the physical, like I was doing for so long, just doing the supplements, diet changes, doing the meditation, taking the supplements, avoiding toxins. That's all great, but we actually need to go deeper. So in my experience, I, a few years ago, really realized that I had so many behaviors that were just fueling and promoting the fact that I was sick. So I needed to stop so much research. I would spend hours on YouTube, deep dives into blogs and um, like these th websites like Reddit and just looking at all these conversations, like this one person's experience healing something. And I was like, I'm just going to copy exactly what they did. I needed to stop talking so much about my health issues, which is pretty challenging when you're a practitioner and you're on podcasts and people are asking about your health history or you're trying to relate to a client by telling them you've been there as well, but you don't want to talk about it too much. So I did the best that I could with that. Um, and there came a point where I just got, I got tired of the health world and talking about nutrition all the time because I was just, it was my job and I, I loved it for a long time. But when you're also trying to heal your body and you finally do, there comes a point where you're like, right, let me just have a bit of a space away from protocols and supplements and learning about like blood sugar regulation and insulin there was just so much going on in my brain constantly i just needed to to stop and go completely off health podcasts and books and social media accounts i unfollowed people i muted people and instead i read fiction books i listened to comedy podcasts audiobooks i followed dog accounts i followed home decor accounts personal development stuff instead i also needed to stop declining invites to places i was getting a little bit a little bit annoyed that people was like not asking me to go places anymore and i felt really bitter for a long time like losing friends and all of that but it was actually my own fault a lot of it i was turning down invitation after invitation so obviously there comes a point where people are just going to stop asking and sometimes i just decline in case i felt bad i didn't even know like maybe that day they asked me i felt good but i was like oh maybe on saturday i'll have some breakouts or I'll have stomach ache, I'll be really tired, so I'll say no. So what is that telling the universe? What is that telling your body? It's just attracting more of that in and you're definitely not acting like the person who is healed. So we want to do that. We want to act as if it's the whole law of the universe, like attracts like. So if you're radiating on this positive, healed, happy, grateful energy, you're going to attract more of that in. Whereas if you're in that victim mentality, negative, pessimistic, um, like survivor states, then you're just going to add more of that into your life. I really got into the personal development around that time and started to read more and I learned how your words matter. So your language patterns, both what you say to yourself in your head and out loud. If you are constantly scanning your body for symptoms or you're telling yourself in the mirror that you look horrible because your skin's breaking out or 
no one's gonna find you attractive because you're 20 pounds overweight and you want to be you want to be leaner which is which is fine by the way if it is becoming a problem then that's not really promoted to healing would you speak to your friend like that your sister like that your daughter like that if she was going through something and we we can't just be pollyanna about it and just like oh everything's fine like if you are struggling then you want to release that emotion and and feel how you're feeling that's not what we're talking about just pushing it sweeping it under the rug but we we just want to rephrase things so instead of looking in the mirror and saying i'm totally healthy and happy and i love my life if you don't feel like that and you're having a bad day you would say something instead like i am working towards happiness or every day i am feeling better and better or in small ways my body is healing just little things like that so it's still true it's still believable but it's not completely lying to yourself if you really don't believe that some people do benefit from saying things like i'm healed i'm happy i'm healthy um my hormones are balanced all of that even if they're not because the brain can the brain can start to believe that with repetition whereas there might have to be this bridge step where you just do like an in-between so i'm working towards this or every day i am a becoming this person or i feel how i'm feeling but I know that everything's going to be okay and just talking yourself down um, from this like high anxiety state. This is going to apply to anything that you're dealing with. I always believe that there is a physical and energetic component to any symptom or any condition, whether it's a headache, fatigue, fertility issues, weight gain. I bet you're now wondering, how do I shift the subconscious mind after like telling me all of this? And I've mentioned some tools before, like EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as tapping, is amazing. It's one of my favorite tools. Hypnosis, I'm a hypnosis um, certified practitioner now, and the results that I've been seeing are amazing in just sometimes a few sessions, but for the best results, we want to do hypnosis daily, at least until you're feeling good. And the key times are in the morning or before bed. That's when your brain is most receptive to this information. It's the most kind of malleable. Um, we do things like neural energetic recoding. We want to start changing our behaviors and acting as if because of that like attracts like, um, law of the universe. We want to do affirmations and just repetition is key, especially when combined, combined with all of the other things. That will help to identify the limiting belief and eliminate it with those tools. So whether your belief is that you're not worthy, that you'll be rejected maybe, if you earn a certain amount or you finally heal yourself and start dating, maybe you think it's too difficult. Maybe you've just been told that your case is so complex, it's just going to be too difficult. So that's stopping you from taking action. Maybe you think that it's going to be too complex. Your situation is just too much and it's just overwhelming. So you just not start at all. Maybe you think you're too old or too young or you don't have enough money or you don't have enough resources. These are some of the common roots, limiting beliefs that I see with my clients. It could be that you have one of those that you need to identify, or it could just be that you're actually not clear on your goals at all and you need some direction. You need support. You need a plan because you shouldn't have to do everything alone. We're not designed to just heal ourselves. If something was wrong with your car, you wouldn't try and YouTube and do it yourself, you would take it to a specialist. So 
why do we expect to be able to to heal ourselves? Even me as a practitioner, I'm constantly outsourcing when it comes to my own health because sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees when it comes to your own body. We need mentors, we need guidance in life. And sometimes we just need reminding that we need to focus on what we do want, not what we don't want. So instead of saying to yourself or out loud, I don't want to have fatigue anymore, just a simple refrain is I want to have more energy or I'm working towards having more energy. Instead of saying, I don't want to struggle with my skin anymore, you'd say, I want clear skin or I'm I'm achieving clear skin. And if this is the type of stuff that you're needing, I am so excited to announce for the first time on the podcast, I think, that my brand new six-week group coaching program is due to start in just a few weeks' time. And I am looking for 10 beta testers to join me on this first round. There have already been spaces taken. So I'm, I think there's going to be spaces when you're listening to this, double check. There'll be a link in the show notes um, for you to, to message me on email or Instagram. But yeah, by, by the time I'm recording this at the end of September, there's a few spaces already been taken. And it's called the Restoring Energy Program, also shortened to Reprogram. And this is going to be focused on restoring your female body on a physical and energetic level. And it, that's why it works both ways as well. So I've been talking about how the brain affects the body, but the body can also affect the brain and the mindset. So I said before, I, I couldn't have positive thoughts when, my, when I had toxic mold and I, I wasn't detoxing. So this is why it needs to be a two-way street. So I'm going to share the physical things um, that are important so how to detox and how to like balance your plate and balance your blood sugar but then all of this um, energetic emotional mindset work so this is going to be a fraction of the cost of my one-to-one package so it'll be one payment of 655 pounds or if you want to do a payment plan two payments of 350 we're going to start the very first live call on wednesday the 18th of october at 7 p.m uk time which is 2 p.m est and then the calls will be every week at the same time until the 22nd of November. So I just think it's a perfect time just to finish the year off on a high. If you've been struggling all year and maybe you're thinking, I'll start, I'll wait until January. But we all know how that goes. We we do it for two weeks and then people don't stick with it. They don't commit. They don't make that identity shift. So just an example of what we're going to be covering in the the calls. And the first week is very much on mindset. So identifying our limiting beliefs and getting really clear on what our goals are. Who is our future self? Who is our healed, happy, healthy version of us? What are we doing? How are we living? And how do we want to be acting? So we start to get into that mindset and start to shift away from that mindset of um, I'm broken, I'm a victim, I have these chronic health issues to I can heal, this is possible. And obviously my experience i i am your biggest cheerleader and i know that it's absolutely possible um second call is going to be on healing routines so we're going to talk all about morning and evening routines and blood sugar balance and um frequent eating so having regular meals throughout the day uh, call three is on the feminine nervous system so how to calm and rewire our nervous system to get us into that place of parasympathetic rest digest and heal mode we're going to be talking call four on detox, so how to physically and energetically slash emotionally detox. 
Number five, call five is on the gut feelings. So we're talking about gut health, that gut brain connection, how to improve our digestive health. And call six is about integration. So becoming that version of you. Everyone's dreams are a little bit different, but yeah, I'm sure you're all wanting regular menstrual cycles that are pain-free, you want energy, you want to have a healthy sex drive and clear skin, um, like luscious hair. So I, I know the the general goals of you ladies, but yeah, I'm sure we can go a little bit deeper with that. There'll also be a ton of resources, additional education, course content between the calls. So I'll give you specific action steps for you to be following. And you get a personalized session and plan from me. So you will get a 60 minute call within this price as well, which I think is one of the biggest selling points. Um, so this will give you a chance to ask any specific questions that you have about your condition, your health. Um, if you want to do a, a deeper mindset technique together, if there's something that we can't fully get to on the group call, because that's just going to be a little bit more general. Um, if there's something really specific that you want to work on with me, we can do that in the one-to-one. Or if you have some lab results that you want to go through, we can go through that in the call. And you're going to receive a personalized supplement protocol. So when you tell me what you're dealing with health-wise, what your symptoms are, I'll formulate a protocol for you to follow for a few months with supplements. And I'm going to record a personalized hypnosis track as well, which will be based on your unique goals. So if you really want to wire in the beliefs about weight loss or clear skin, or you want to do something with your career, we can absolutely do that in the hypnosis track. And if you listen to that every day for a month, honestly, the results are amazing. Plus a Telegram community page. So you're going to get so much support um, constantly through that entire six-week process. You can connect with the other ladies in the group, make some friends, share your wins, ask any questions as we go through. So you'll constantly have access to me throughout that time. And yeah, I think it's just the perfect time. It's the lowest price it's ever going to be. And you can get started on your healing journey now instead of procrastinating, self-sabotaging and waiting until next year. I'm going to put the link to my email and Instagram in the show notes. So if this is calling you, this is truly a holistic program. And I'm going to be sharing all of the tools and techniques that I use with my one-to-one clients that provide life-changing results. If you have any questions at all, please let me know. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you at the very first live call on Wednesday, the 18th of October. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you find this information valuable because it can honestly change your life for the better. So enjoy the rest of your day. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app. As this helps to support the show, and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.